welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Ali Levine. She is a celebrity conscious stylist. She is a media personality and she's a healer. She is a breathwork coach. You can find her on EllieLevine.com. And she just had her third baby like, oh my God, <laughs> you're a hero for that. So welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, real life. I like literally was just nursing my uh, third, uh, my third baby, my first son. Uh, so, you know, just like going with the flow, but that's real life, right? Like, I feel like that's so important nowadays, especially when you're in conscious work to be like, really just authentically yourself and be able to show up in that space, whether it be in business and personal and podcasts, whatever you're doing, you know, I think I've learned so much in my own conscious journey and like intentional living of like how I show up should be the same, no matter where it is and really embodying that and not being afraid to show that. Cause I think the more you step into that, the more others feel they can do the same and they don't feel like they have to pretend like something is different, you know, oh, or yeah. something is okay. You know, it's like, this is what's happening and this is real life. <laughs> Exactly. And I mean, we're moving away from all this rigid artificial kind of presentation and we are being like personal style meant to be authentic. So I think especially for women in business, like I've had a client who was nursing on her coaching calls and stuff. And I I'm love like, it. Life That's just kind of happens. It. And yeah, yeah, I think it should be included because it's part of a you know, being human. <laughs> exactly. Right. Especially as women, right? Like exactly. we, we need to nurse, we need to take care of our babies. So yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, let's start kind of digging into what you do because you got certified in breath work. You kind of got deeper and deeper into that journey for yourself and yeah. you started to then apply it with other people and you kind of like transform yourself through the process. So let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I started as a celebrity stylist uh, for many years in the business and I love styling, but over time, I started realizing that it was becoming really ego driven. It was becoming really like, and I didn't even mean to, to honestly fall into that, but I think that happens right every time, especially if you're in Hollywood and you're around all the celebrities and red carpet and all these things. 
I didn't realize I was getting swept up into it so much where I was no longer really conscious of anything, to be quite honest. And I came into the space of styling wanting to be conscious and wanting to transform people. And, and it started out that way for you know quite a few years of my career. And it was like, I was seeing transformations across the board. I was helping other people feel really happy in what they were wearing. And I always say confidence is your best accessory. And I started helping people step into that. And then over time, you know, Hollywood, life, all different things. I just, I got swept up and I didn't realize, like like I said, the ego took over and I dealt with a lot of people who weren't unfortunately um, as conscious and grateful. And it just led me into kind of a dark path. And so, you know, fast forward, um, I had pretty heavy postpartum depression with my first daughter um, in motherhood. And that was really hard for me. And when I went through such a dark place, and I think a lot of conscious leaders go through a dark night of the soul or many dark nights of the soul. And so they can understand, but I really went through one. And it was really, really intense on me. And I think the beauty of it when I came out of it was not only finding, of course, the light at the end of the tunnel, right? But was also able to really see myself at a soul level and be able to really kind of let that ego of Ali die and go away and almost mourn and grieve that part of like who I used to be and step into a soul-led purpose and a really conscious level of like, where I wanted to be, where I was going and where I really felt at a soul level of the transformation I always wanted, but like to get back to that on a much deeper level. And that's where breath work for me, I felt like the breath found me and I had all these experiences with it. And I just felt such a deep breakthrough in like a few sessions of breathing. And I was like, wow, this is the deep transformative work that I never knew existed. And this is the embodiment. When you think of mind, body, and soul, in my opinion, this is the embodiment I've been looking for to like further me in this journey and to have me really step into this leadership and be conscious and continue to show up that way. And I just watched my own transformation over the last few years. And I thought, wow, like I am so authentically myself more than I've ever been. I'm able to stay embodied in this. I continue to shift. I continue to heal. And now I want to bring this to others and show them that they're one breath away from healing. You're one breath away from shifting. Everything is energy, right? I think we can all agree being on your show, you know, I don't have to explain how energetics work. So knowing that and being able to tap into the breath, which I believe is our sacred life force, and we're designed that way, that we can get back to that and come home to ourselves and then move that energy. It's so powerful. And that's why like, I'm so lit up in bringing this to the world and being able to share this gift and show people like there is no limit to this. You continue to breathe, you continue to embody, and this continues to change you and shift you in the best way possible. Yeah, and this also brings up that unique something that they meant to bring here to the world, right? Because you work with breath, kind of universal breath, yes. into the human breath to then, um, does that support the leadership in addition to that authentic Absolutely. Expression? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, first off, you know, breath work is conscious breathing, right? So like when we come into this world as babies, speaking of, you know, like newborn, they come in breathing the way we're supposed to be breathing. You know, they're breathing out with their stomach and, you know, it's very, very slow. And, you know, and then we all get programmed, unfortunately, and there's so much noise and everything around us. 
and we breathe shallow. And so you think about it when you're breathing shallow, everything else is going to be shallow. You know, you're going to be tense. You're not going to be receiving everything you need to be receiving. You're not going to be a conscious level. And so I believe for me, the more I've done breath work and the more I've become more and more conscious, the more I've been able to embody that. And that shifted my leadership dramatically and how I show up as a wife, as a mother, as Ali, as all the things. And I'm able to just continue to embody that and say like, wow, I was even telling my husband today, you know, we had a thing with a neighbor the other day. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, they were like saying that I, you know, reacted badly and whatever. And I looked at my husband and I said, you know what, I don't need to respond to that because I finally can come from a place where I can be the observer. And they're allowed to have their feelings and they're allowed to have, you know, whatever they think about that. But I know that I didn't react in the moment. I know I didn't trigger, which is a big win for me from coming from where I came from. And I know the breath has helped me to embody that and step into that leadership. And I said to him, I'm like, if I'm embodying this, this means I'm showing up this way, no matter where I'm at, no matter who I'm with. And that's being conscious, right? And being a conscious leader. And the breath has continued to show me that this is true embodiment. This is how we show up. This is how we continue to and how we become an observer of everything going on instead of a reactor having triggers and being able to continue the conscious path. Absolutely. And this is so needed today because of the way that the planetary consciousness are changing and we're leaving all this patriarchal rigid stuff behind and we're going into this amazing individuality and self-expression. And I think that there's going to be a lot of people who are waking up to that and naturally looking for something that will help them understand themselves because do you find that a lot of times when people come to you they kind of think that this is who I am and then after the breath work that you do with them they kind of find out that they're actually something not what they thought they were but like much deeper yeah I love that you said that because raising my hand that was me like I thought you know, I was only of fashion. I was only celebrity stylist and fashion expert. And then I realized like, oh, but that's just like one part of me. I'm actually multidimensional. I have many gifts as many of us do. And I have many things I can bring to the world. And absolutely. And I think too, like we get programmed again and we get into these stories that we tell ourselves like, this is who I am versus like, no, I'm a soul. Like what you were just saying, the way we're shifting the individuality, like my soul has so much to give. I have so much light. I have so much in me that I can share. It doesn't have to be one thing. It could be 10 things. And that's what I've experienced in my sessions with my clients is like, wow, all of a sudden I can feel multidimensional. I can feel I can step into all these different spaces or I can step into a space that I was afraid to step into because now I actually feel my calling and I feel this shift. And so I agree with you. And I think by the day we're seeing people wake up more and more, they're wanting to get out of corporate. They're wanting to get out of being underneath the thumb. They're wanting to express themselves. I mean, I'm even seeing people I would have never thought I would have seen it with. And it's like this calling inside of them, right? Like it's like the consciousness is shifting so quickly now that everyone is starting, not everyone, but many are starting to wake up and say, I want more out of my life. I want more out of myself. And, you know, and how do I do that? And so that's why I tell people, I'm like, the breath lets you shift. It lets you I believe it gives you what you need in that moment. So when you breathe and you're breathing consciously, you know, there's actual science that shows like your neuroreceptors, you know, shut off in the back of your brain. And that allows you to reach these, you know, gamma waves and theta waves and all these higher levels of consciousness, just like you would in meditation, but in a much 
quicker embodied state because you're so focused on the breathing. And so when you're able to go there, there is no faking, there is no thinking, the breath is guiding you. And so when you really think about that and you're being guided by the breath, your system is going to show up and tell you exactly what you need. And if trauma is coming up that needs to move, if there's stuck energy, if there's something that you don't you know, believe, but you want to step into, it's all going to show up for you there. And that's what I've seen over and over again with different clients who sometimes don't even know that they have trauma or they have something sitting and it all comes up. Well, yeah. And I think a lot of times people kind of mistake trauma for something really enormous. And I mean, there are some horrible things that do happen, but you know, if somebody didn't have some of those kind of like big trauma, right? Sure. Then they kind of say, well, then it, it, I don't really like, I'm not, I had good family. Yeah, I, I had good parents. Had Everybody loved me. We all had have trauma. Yeah. Yes. But that's, that's the part that um, you're talking about that that comes up, right? So um, with your clients, have you noticed how mm, these trauma patterns show up for um, a lesson, like as a learning tool for them? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times I see it come up and it's to help them move forward and evolve and really let them step into like the next level of their consciousness. And others, honestly, I feel it's to wake them up. Like they don't even realize that there is, like you said, because we're programmed, right? To think that trauma has to be this massive thing. And you're right. There's been so many tragedies and so many things that can be super traumatic, but really let's be honest, especially in the last few years of what's gone on with humanity, we're all in trauma. There's been so much that has happened to us. And so even realizing it on a small scale and realizing that those small parts of trauma need to move, you know, the body always keeps score. The body holds everything. That was something I learned massively in my postpartum depression journey was like, you know, I would hold stuff and then my face would break out and I have all this insane cystic acne. And then, you know, my stomach was like inflating for no reason and it wasn't healing and all these things were happening. And I kept playing victim mode until I realized, you know, on a conscious level, how to shift it. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And I think this is where, like you said, like the trauma, it builds and it could be something small, but people don't recognize that they need like something massive to like shake them to be like, Oh, I actually have trauma. It's like, no, you don't have to wait for that massive moment to throw you like off the edge. You can do this with the breath, with accessing consciously and see, oh, these small parts of me need to actually move. This needs this lower, denser energy needs to move through me. I need to allow this to be able to step into the next level of my evolution. So I've seen kind of both. I've seen the lessons. And then I've also seen the ones who aren't even aware consciously of the trauma that is needing to move through in order to allow them to step into that next evolution. Well, yeah. And that also is so true that you're talking about the um, almost like we absorb the universal environment. Mm -hmm. And for the past couple of years, the morphogenic fields on earth have been all kind of breaking apart the old rigid structures. So a lot of times I, at least what I've seen, like with my clients and with just people in general is that we are so plugged into those fields, unless somebody done tons of conscious work and unplugged from this already, most of us, one way or another, have some influence from it, but majority of people fully plugged in. So when those big fields are falling apart, it almost feels like they are falling apart. And that's- And there's been so much collapse, I agree with you. And there's been so much collapse over the last few years. And I agree with you. I've been seeing that more and more too, where they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm so anxious or I don't know why I'm Mm -hmm. feeling so much. This last full moon, I did a big full moon workshop and I did, I felt like the energetic download to do it all about releasing and surrendering. And when we were on the workshop, I had so many people say like, 
I didn't realize I needed this release. And I'm like, look, yes, it's great to do the work at an individual level. But like you said, to your point, there's so much going on in our energetic field right now. There's so much collapse happening. There's so much going on that's shifting in our world daily that we are affected by that, even if we don't necessarily recognize it. You know, I think conscious leaders, of course, notice it, but a lot of people don't. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when we were doing this full moon workshop, people were like, wow, I really need that release. And I'm like, yes, well, it's not just a release for you. It's a release with the collective, everything going on and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, you know, and I think the more you can also tap into that and understand that, the more you can also tap into your own tools and recognize like, I can't stop what's happening on the outside. It's inevitable at this point. It's all shifting. It's all changing. It's all going to collapse, but I can continue to do the work inside and continue to find my own inner peace and be conscious to move through. So I come out at the, you know, wherever I can in the best way possible. And also to, you know, hopefully help humanity as humanity is going to need it. (laughs) Absolutely. And what I find a lot of times is the experiences that people are having are kind of like generalized, like a generalized anxiety or generalized um, desire to do something or kind of a panicky feeling. I have to go into action, but I don't know what to do. And a lot of times they give it incorrect meaning, not realizing that it's not even theirs. It's they being influenced. So did you run into that a lot with, um, how you're helping that energy move because that probably would come up right as they yeah absolutely yeah no that's a really good point yeah I've definitely seen that too where you know they'll have kind of those limiting beliefs or those stories I think you're speaking to with their attachments and they've attached to something that's not their own and telling and asking them like really like is that yours does it feel like yours like do you really think that's you know your story is that part of what you're going through or is that something that you've picked up or something that you have you know essentially solidified into thinking like this is why I have this issue. I had a friend of mine the other day who was breathing with me and she was like well you know a bunch of people told me that they think it's perimenopause and I was like okay well not taking away that it might not be perimenopause, but like, how about you think about like, does that feel like that's yours? Like, is that really what's going on with you? Or are you being given a story? Are you being given a limiting belief of why you're more tired of why you don't have a lot of energy lately? And once we talked about that, she was like, yeah, actually, I think maybe I was listening to a bunch of people who are around me, which happens to us, right? Like the programming, the noise constant, you know? And I think I had to really become conscious of that as I stepped more and more into breath work and embodied more and more, even with my own family and certain friends, like they're just not at that energetic level right now. And they're just not that conscious. And it's, and it's not a place of like, you know, I'm better. You're not, it's just, it's just a level of consciousness. And I had to really like pull myself away in the healthiest, kindest way to be like, okay, that's not mine. That's not my thought. I know where I'm at, you know, and, and really, you know, restate that. So I think I've had to do that as well with clients and explain to them, like, is this really yours or was this given to you? And now we need to breathe through and release it and allow you to let it go. And that's why also too, when I do breath work, I always ask people like, what's the intention coming in here? Are we coming in because we're wanting to breathe into abundance or into expansion, or there's some type of flow or something you're really wanting to call in and breathe into? Or are we releasing something in this time? Or is it both? And how are we going to talk through these energetics? And what's that going to look like? You know, and I try to give, you know, some like kind of like life coaching with it besides actual breath and then decide like, you know, what that playlist looks like for them, what we're listening to, you know, what the sounds are, what the frequencies are, all of that, that comes into their healing and allows them really to access, you know, that deep parasympathetic nervous system and be able to move things along as they need to. 
Yeah, and that's actually a very good point with the nervous system too. Like um, what I do is the soul design profit potential. So that's like yeah. looking at the person and looking with the wealth energy, what flows, what doesn't. And part of that work is what you're talking about as well is finding what is the real self and what yeah. is not to, to shed all that so that you can right. actually be yourself. So one of the things I always find is that when it goes through the nervous system, sometimes people think like, oh, I have to activate it in my system when actually... Some of it is almost like needs to be deactivated. Yeah. Do, do you find that um, with Absolutely. your clients as well? Yeah, I love that you said that. It's true because you're like so at the soul blueprint on your end, and and it's 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 so true. It's like they think that they have to activate it and they have to like change it right away, and it's like, well, no, maybe you have to actually just slow down and pause and like just allow it to be, and then see what moves through you and see what comes up. And then lean in and say, okay, what do I need to let go of? What am I further bringing into embody into this? And what am I going to shift as I move forward in this? So yeah, I think that's a really great point. And I think that's where also the breath is so powerful because you, how you spoke to the authenticity, like you can't fake it when you're consciously breathing, whatever you're receiving is meant to come up for you. Like I've told so many people when I'm you know breathing with them and they're like, oh my God, I just started crying and I don't even know why I'm not even sad. And I'm like, well, there's a part of you who had needed that release. Emotions are energy. And there's a part of you that needed to let go of those emotions. And you need to lean into that and trust that your system showed up for you and gave you exactly what you needed instead of questioning it and building a story around it, which most of us do. Oh, I was this because I had that happen today, or I was this because I was in a fight with my sister earlier or whatever it may be. And just allowing it and just being, and I've had to tell my clients too, like the act of just being instead of doing is actually way more energetically aligned, especially with where we're going and allowing that at a conscious level and knowing the breath brings that pause. It brings that embodiment if you're willing to lean into it further. And how do you then access that to then continue to move forward to be like, okay, I don't have to be doing all the time. I can be and I can actually receive more sometimes from being and just be in that, you know, and that's that's the difference. I think um, when you really come to a conscious place and realize like, wow, you know, this is um, it's a different energy, right? It's a it's a different playing field. Even I'm learning this as I go along in my journey, you know. Exactly. And I think it's also the um, electromagnetic balance. So if electric is more masculine, so it's a directional energy and magnetic is more feminine as in being what you're talking yes. about, like receiving yeah. and being in flow and responding instead of reacting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's, I mean, I've never met somebody who was just in the feminine. I mean, you got to have some masculine. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Function, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I, what I find at least is that our civilization went way too far into yeah. kind of a rigid masculine, which made it negative. And now we're finally freeing ourselves into more feminine way, but that doesn't mean masculine goes away. It just means no, that it's like finding it becomes the, the more harmony of the safety. Yeah. Too, right. And, right. and right. it was like before we were so rigid, everything had to be so programmed. You have to do this in order to climb the ladder. You have to be this in order to be financially successful. The list goes on. And it's like, we're finally breaking those paradigms and we're saying, no, none of that's true. It never was. And you can create your own and energy, you know, the energy and the energetic fields and your own energy and creating. And I think we're also seeing like way more collaborations, way more right. people 
we're open to wanting to collaborate and communicate and build out these amazing communities like your podcast. And I think before, like that just didn't exist because of the ego, because of the systems, the masculine who said, you know, I have to be ahead of you because this is what's going to happen otherwise, you know? And I think we're just seeing more and more that all that isn't true. And we can create so much more from that energetic place and that embodied space. And that's where, you know, also with clients, when we're breathing, you know, especially with money and abundance and business and all that, like saying to them, like your business is an energy, you know, your business has life. Like, what are you breathing into it? What are the energetics behind it? You know, what, where are you taking that versus just creating it and thinking like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z of what, you know, the matrix tells me and be successful. And especially now we know that's not the case because it's all crumbling. Absolutely. And like the way I work with the wealth energetics is that we're moving away from the hierarchical linear leadership, which is like somebody leads and everybody follows into more of a, I don't know what to call it, democratic, harmonious leadership and the creation that comes much more more flow. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also just more trusting, right? Because like when you trust in yourself and you trust in what your soul is giving you and what's showing up, there is no question, you know, and it may feel at first, like I've had explained to several clients of mine, like, Hey, at first it may feel crazy. You may feel like, Oh, I think that's my intuition, but like, I don't know. And then you say yes to it. And then it shows you that you're correct, but you still feel like, like, I remember in the beginning, I was like, but really, could it really be that easy to trust my intuition? I would like test it. And then there'd be all these things that would happen. And I would be, you know, quote unquote, correct. And I would go with my gut, but then I'd still be like, but really, is that what, like, is that how I'm always going to do things? And yes, it is once you shift into it. But again, you have to embody it and be willing to lean into it. And I think that's been a big part with my clients with the breath is like helping them as they breathe allows them not only to just embody, but also to shift and be able to move forward into those energetic fields and say, okay, there is a different way to receive. There is a different way to heal. There is a different way to shift. And that's where obviously, you know, we're going with everything from business to personal to healing, you know, the list goes on. Well, yeah. And that's an embodied response instead of a reaction, right? Yes. It's not triggered, right? It's not in trauma. You know, that was one of the biggest things when I studied breath work was becoming trauma informed and working with trauma specialists and neurologists and all these, you know, different, you know, experts who, you know, study this in the body. And it's like, again, the body really does keep score. Like it, no, you know, like you may move on in your mind and think like, I'm fine. And you can tell yourself that all you want, but the body is holding the trauma. It's what manifests into, as we know, you know, disease and all these horrible things that happen. And when you can actually release it and, you know, breath work lets you do this really on such a level of, you know, deeper healing. That's why I tell everyone, like you're one breath away from healing is what I always say, because that's what I realized in my own life and how much I shifted and how much I showed up. And it just changed everything for me. And even in the last six months going through like the deeper program, I just went through like, I said to my husband, I'm like, I don't recognize myself in the best way possible. Like I have seen my own, you know, dramatic, you know, changes. And I'm like, if this is, if this is something I can do, anyone can do this and I can help other people show up in this space. And I think one of the biggest lies we've ever been told, in my opinion, is that healing takes time. Healing doesn't take time. Healing takes devotion. It takes intention. It takes being conscious and takes being embodied. Once you can be there, you can heal within minutes if you really wanted to in most situations, 
or at least take the steps to start that healing to be able to get there and actually have that shift over time, depending on how deep the trauma is or whatever it is you're trying to heal versus just sitting there and thinking, oh, it'll just go away over time. I used to be that way. I used to say, oh, it'll just, you know, healing takes time. You know, I'll just get over that death or I'll just get over that loss or whatever it may be. And you just wait. And it's like, no, that's one of the biggest lies we've ever been taught. It's like, no, allow yourself to feel everything, allow yourself to be devoted to your healing, to be intentional, to be embodied, and then actually move it out and truly heal. Exactly. It's the process of becoming embodied and shedding all the not real you parts that yeah. takes time. But once you align, then it's almost yeah, once you align, that's it. Exactly. It's like, and then it just continues to align for you further and further and further. And every time you think that, you know, you're not leveling up, something else happens to evolve you, right? And you go to the next level of alignment. And, you know, that's why I recently added to my website, uh, you know, I always said confidence is your best accessory when it came to the styling world. And I still feel that way. But I realized between my own motherhood journey and my own healing and breath work, that authenticity is your superpower. Mm-hmm. Authenticity is as you step into who you are at the soul level. And that's where your gold is. That's where your light is. And Each of us have that and have those gifts within us. And we all are so special at a soul level if we allow ourselves to get there and to get that deep. Oh, absolutely. Well, you and I can talk for another two hours, but (laughs) (laughs) for now, um, you have something for our audience as a gift. So would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, if you subscribe to um, my newsletter, you will get a beautiful breathwork recording all about, you know, stepping into healing. It's like a, a basic into kind of working with me so you can feel into what that energy feels like. Hopefully it helps you if you've never done breathwork before. It lets you feel further embodied. Maybe it helps you to shift something in that moment. And it just lets you step further into your light. So yeah, and once you subscribe to my uh, free newsletter, you'll get that free gift uh, that will give you a little bit of breath work and some beautiful affirmations and intentions to take with you. Oh, awesome. And the link is in description in the show notes. So go check it out. Ellie's um, website is alilevine.com. So you can find all the information there as well. And thank you so much for being here and sharing your wonderful wisdom. (laughs) No, thank you so much for having me. This was such a beautiful conversation. I honestly was so lit up. So thank you. And thank you for all the conscious work you're doing. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.